passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. I think we should be good. Sorry? I'm just following your lead. Oh, yeah. As far as what you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about a few things, but I wanted to get the light right, you know, make it romantic. Oh, thank God. Um, Do people know about us yet? Uh, our relationship with mm-hmm. each other? Uh, yeah, they know that we've hung out, but I don't think they really know the extent of, yeah, I mean, I feel that, very close to you, to be honest that, with you. Yeah, let's keep that on the DL. Yeah, keep yeah, yeah. on a need-to-know basis about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, thank you for bringing Dave Asprey into my life. Isn't it a game changer? A game changer. I've been intermittent. Well, I shouldn't say intermittent. Attempting right. to intermittent fast um, for the last month or so, and it is just. I feel so much better. Isn't it great? Because what, I, how many hours do you do on the weekends? I can do like eighteen, nineteen. Right. That's what I've been doing. But during the weekdays, it's a little bit harder. With you I'm know about fifteen during the week. That's perfect. Today was fifteen, so that was good. But honestly, it's usually between thirteen and fourteen, which is which better is than like good. fucking eight. Right. Which is what I was doing. Right. I was eating before I got here, and then I would get to work, and I would crash because obviously insulin goes up. Right. And, and then, then it's it, crashing, and I'm sure. like, why am I so tired? And then I drink coffee, but you know, it's on a full stomach, so you're not getting that caffeine, and I'm just like, fuck that. So, and then you do the the coffee first thing in the morning. Yeah, and I don't do changer, bulletproof. MC, yeah, right. I just do regular black strong coffee. Just yeah, she's she's winking at me, folks. Of course you do. She's winking at me, but it's the only way. Um, I think Tark mentioned because I was ta- I was like kind of curious about it. Like I was a little bi curious about mm-hmm. you know intermittent yeah, fasting. Yeah, you were. And then I, I I dove right in after um you guys were like, how do you not know? Who Dave Asprey Dave is. Asprey. Yeah, the guru. Yeah, Tim Ferriss. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got into it, and now, I mean, he's my... He's, he's a big-time biohacker. Yes. And I love all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's really, I mean, he has some great YouTube videos, too. Right. No, on, I've been watching all of yeah. them, all of his interviews and everything, where he got, like, goes into it. And I, I honestly do feel better. And keep myself accountable. I started, like, a, a log. Not of Good. what I eat, but just, like, the times. Yeah. First and last meal. Sure. And then I just, you know, calculate how long I've been fasting. And it, so it gives me motivation to go a little bit farther. And just even a month in, I mean, I'm and already goal, feeling it. Your goal is not energy. necessarily to lose weight. No. It's to have energy. energy. To, yep. More sustained energy because I was just crashing all the time. Especially on this schedule. That's got to, you know, that's very jarring. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. I don't think you do. You know, I talked to Bubba about it who's been on morning radio for God knows how long. 30, I mean. Humans are not made to wake up at, I mean, he's ridiculous. He's waking up up at at like like 2.30. Yeah, 3.30, 2.30. And then, I mean, hits the gym. Yeah, right. Then hits the gym or it doesn't hit the gym. Who knows? But, that you know, that's what he's been doing. And I wake up now at 5, so I've been sleeping sleeping more because I'm not waking up to get a crash. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, it's not that I'm eating so much less, but just condensing the 
that that feeding window. And how much sleep are you getting? I need to be getting more. Late, the last two days I was terrible, but usually around six. Okay, which yeah, isn't great. Me too. You're about, but you work. You literally work every minute that you're awake. Yes, I do. And I I've been getting home at like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and I've been getting up at like five in the morning because I'm working oh. out with a trainer now. <gasps> Tell and me about that. Oh, in your in your um, my, you have the, in the AC in your in your garage, right? Not yet. Mm. We're trying to get it installed. So I I hired her thinking that our AC would be installed um, by the time I started. And you know, she gets to my house at like five forty five, and it's still. I mean, <sighs> the last couple of days haven't been so bad because of the rain. So the okay. sun isn't like you know heating it up like a sauna. Mm-hmm. But the first day we worked out, I think it was like. 104 in our garage or 107 and I threw up like after the workout I threw up and I threw up again today um she's kicking my ass but I love it because I am working so much and I'm again grateful to be doing so but I'm not taking care of me and And health and we talked about this health is has to be your priority because you're not healthy of nothing and when you're young and it's so crazy because you when you're young you don't think about it. And then when you're older and you may have some money, you're chasing your health. And I don't want to be that person. You want to do it preventatively yes, so you don't have to worry about the problem once it happens. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm so fortunate. I have no health issues, you know, no diabetes, no heart disease. None of that runs mm-hmm. in our family. No cancer. You know, I'm very, very healthy. I have a little bit of a thyroid problem. I'm on thyroid meds, which sucks. But you know, just taking time out, even mentally, the clarity you have after, you know, the high is real that mm-hmm. you get after working out. But just having that mental clarity is also really big. And I do want to lose 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. I need to. And I want, you know, we're so active. He and I, Tark and I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. We love to travel. And we're hiking and we're, you Constantly know, bopping skydiving. Around. Yeah. We do crazy you skydiving. Shit. I have not. He has. And we're going to go. We're going to go. Okay. So like we, you know, we're very active. We are always on the go. That's how we like it. And, you know, I don't want to be in, you know, whatever age and feel like I'm that age Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I'm my age mentally. So I also don't want to feel like my, I'm my age physically Mm -hmm. and I'm very strong. I have a lot of muscles. Mm -hmm. So it's just getting the weight off and more importantly, you know, helping mobility and having a professional who, you know, it's all about accountability mm-hmm. for me because otherwise I'm waking up, I'm going straight to work and I get home at nine o'clock and, and there's then no I way log you can back work on. out after that. No, like, no, I log back on till 11, uh-huh. you know, that's my life and I'm okay with it. But it's like, wait a minute, take time for yeah. you because if I'm not healthy and I'm sedentary all day sitting in my right. office, then it's it sucks. So yeah. yeah, I'm really stoked. I feel great. You want to restore balance in your life. Yes. Cuz I know, I mean, especially when you're trying to get not that you're just starting with your career, you're you're flourishing, you're thriving right now, but sometimes when that takes off and you put all of your effort into that, then other aspects of your life get exactly ignored. Exactly what happened 2 and, and a half years ago when we started the company. Yeah. I'm yeah, everything went into this and I'm like, "Wait a minute, if I'm not hel- you know, I'm healthy, but if I don't feel good, then I'm not going to perform well at mm-hmm. whatever in life and business. Right. You know, so it was a trickle down effect. And at some point it wasn't even about, I just wouldn't eat all day. And then I would go home and graze mm-hmm. and graze on wheat fins and cheese cubes and, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that I'm thinking, oh, this isn't 
you know, I, I'm not a fast food person. I I cannot do fast food. I do Chick Fil A if I do anything. Uh huh. But I've never. It's that's not my jam. I know my brother loves McDonald's. No offense, but <laughs> like I acid reflux. Yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm you know smashing the wrong foods at all times. It's just timing mm-hmm. and eating. You know, at night grazing till eleven o'clock right, at night and then, and then going, going to, to bed. Yeah, which is you feel like crap. I hate. I hate the feeling of waking up with like just a full Ugh. stomach. And then you just feel so bloated yes, and gross. Yes, it is so and, gross. And you're just, I, I need all the coffee just to get this out yes, of me. Please yes. and thank you. So, yeah, so I, that's, I totally know how you feel. I'm glad, though, that you are loving Dave Asprey. I am, I'm all on board. I've been trying to get my, I got my one friend Erin on him, and she's intermittent fasting. She was trying to lose some weight. I'm like, listen, like, just take a look at this. No one's telling you to eat less, but, right. like, try to condense that window. Mm-hmm. And also just being less food-focused, because he was talking about how many of like your thoughts every day are around Meals. what am I going to eat? How am I going to prepare it? You know, da, 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 all this sort of stuff. Am I going to be okay? Because much like Dave, and I, this is his term, not mine, but it describes me perfectly. He would get hypoglybitchy. Yeah. You know, he's like his blood sugar drops, and you just get a one track mind, and I get kind of snappy, and I can't focus, you get and, hangry, right? And so I want to get to that point where you know, not that I'm like delaying eating by a day, right. but if I need to wait an hour, I'm going to be okay, and I'm not going to be a total cunt, right? You know, so those were That's my motivators. Thing. Yes, I don't want to be a, a, a fuck. I'm a, people already think I'm a fucking cunt. I yelled at. I, I had a situation with Iggy. Okay, I kind of, okay, I was listening and I heard about it. Um, I was listening to the radio when I was getting ready. I usually do every day and Mm -hmm. I heard about the situation, but you guys are good. We're good now. Yeah. He reached out to me on Twitch and he's a great guy. He is. He is a great guy. And I did listen. It was like right at the end of the show. He'd been on, he'd been kind of like plugged in for six hours. We were just finishing the show. It was just bad timing all the way around. Yeah. And he does this thing where he calls and he doesn't say it's him. And sometimes I can't identify, I don't know, he sounds like a lot of people, if that makes sense. He doesn't have like a super distinctive voice like you do or like I do where you're like, oh, that's that person. Sometimes it takes a second and you're like, oh, that's Iggy. Sure. So he comes in, like, coming in hot because he's like, why do you always talk about relationship stuff and, like, you can't even hold any relationship down? Like, you shouldn't be the one giving advice. Oh, that didn't trigger you. Of course not. (laughs) And I wasn't giving relationship advice. I was just saying what I like in a dude when it comes to assertiveness, like a guy with a plan. Right. That's so outrageous. That's so avant-garde. Was, no one's ever said like that before. Probably just trying to bust balls and probably be a smart ass, and it came across the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, but like. there's some people that like can pull it off, where you know they're joking or you know they mean well. But his like sarcasm, or if he's trying to play with me, sounds like someone who's really trying to fucking dig at me. And um, he called me, uh, what did he say, an overmodulated bitch? But he said it kind of like the way Seth said it. When Seth called me a bitch and, like, really fucking meant it. Ooh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not even go there. No, we won't. But, um, and it, I mean, he said it on the air, so it's not like it was behind the scenes or anything oh, like that. Cool. Yeah, but it, 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 it was just, like, kind of a trigger. And sure. I just went off on Iggy and I told him to need some steroids, which is not the nicest thing to say to someone who is on steroids. But, nevertheless, we squash it. Everything's good. Good. Because he's good peeps. He is good peeps. And he's drama. very, yes, and he's very supportive of Bubba, very. the operation and everything yeah. like that. So, he's a good dude. He is a good dude. But, again, listen, dating is on my mind. I'm trying to do it. Yeah, what's albeit, the update? What's unsuccessfully. the update? Um, more, the, more the same, which is more because of like a, the, the last, nothing. Remember the last time we 
we actually went to dinner and yes. talked about it. That was so fun, by the way. That was. We got to do it again. We do. Yes. Seriously. Yes. What have you been on any dates since then? No. Because what was the last there was one a I went guy on? that kind of was cool and was. Oh was, yeah, yes. You guys were military kind of still, guy. Yeah, you were still talking a little bit, but barely. We went on one date. He was good looking. Like everything was cool. Like he was so lean and not like jacked, not right. like big, but like super fucking Cut. conditioned. Almost to the point where it like made me feel like Humpty Dumpty a little bit. You oh, know what I mean? Where I'm just God. like, oh my God. Oh, not girl. that I'm saying anything about myself, but just like that's how like lean he was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, obviously you are like, are you expecting the same from me? Because I'm not going to be able to pull off a 12% body fat buddy. Who could? You know? But, um, he didn't seem to be really proactive about seeing me again, and I did invite him to, like, a July 4th shindig because I was just like, fuck it. We're, we're talking. He's asking me what I'm doing but not being direct about it. Right. And I'm at this age now. I'm proud I just, of you. I just you don't just, give a fuck. Right. So you're going to be direct. I, I, yes. I'm just like, hey, do you want to come to this thing? And I and I knew his out because he had a dog, and he didn't, you know, and I even kind of, like, almost gave him the out. No, I didn't. I let him do it. Um, cause I knew he was going to say, I can't cause my dog, you could say, bring your dog. Yes. And then I said, well, you can bring your dog, but I get that. You know, it's a lot. He has lived in Tampa probably for like two, he's military. He's lived in Tampa probably for like two years ish and like has not been out of like a five mile radius. Like we had our date in St. Pete and he had never been to downtown St. Pete in two years and he lives by armature works. What does he do? Right. Okay. Well, so, that's probably not the right fit for you because nope. you are a bit of a wanderlust. I mean, you would like to travel. You like to explore. Yeah. I mean, so like beyond a five mile radius. Like, so listen, okay. I, well, I invited him to July 4th. He, you know, he took the, the, the way out, which is fine. And then again, like, I don't want a pen pal. Like no. I just, I'm, I don't, I'm 34 years old. Right. I'm not looking for pen pal. I don't mind playing like a little like cat and mouse a little bit, but you've got to be like making a plan to see each other again. And he wasn't doing that. So he go, okay, all right. You know, so he said he sent me some shit about his dog. I'm like, fuck your dog. I didn't say that. I just didn't respond. And then I never heard from him again. So, I mean, that's really like best case scenario. You're so not wasting my time. So was that the last date that you'd yes. really been on? Yes. So, so have you had any, what do they call it, matches? Or? I have lots of like matches, but they uh, they don't uh, they don't go anywhere. They just kind of just disintegrate and fizzle. Or Has anyone pursued you from any of these matches and you're kind of like "Eh." well pursued me in the sense that like they'll start a conversation it doesn't really go anywhere most people and here's the thing i have to remember that like my job is insane much like you know because you're very uh you know right attached to the people involved very much and it was part of my life for a while right and so it's almost like you're a porn star and then you're trying to have regular sex. That's what it is when it comes to conversation. Because I'm like, I'm here to entertain you and right. I'm making jokes and shit. And they're like, how's your Tuesday? Yeah. And you're like, like yeah. Ugh. I know. What am I going to do with that? I what know. am I supposed to do with that? So, you know, I, I'm constantly like carrying the conversation. You know, and they ask you questions, but they ask basic bitch. I, for anybody out there, me, like man, woman, anything in between, whatever, like, you don't have to get the basics in. You're right. going to get those later. I don't need to know where you grew, like, initially, the the weather type questions, Yeah, right? you, don't, you don't need that shit. You just, like, go in about, you know, whatever. Like, I saw yesterday, I, like, commented some guy was, like, playing cornhole or something. I'm like, oh, it looks like a pretty intense game. What, whatever, something odd. Right. Not, hey, not how's your day, not, like, whatever. 
or just random stuff. Some guy said that he was into like quantum mechanics. I'm like, oh, do you listen to like Lawrence Krauss? I'm like a big fan, you know. And he's like, had no fucking clue. I'm like, well, of there. Of course. No, of course so that, but so this military guy. Did you guys initially when you clicked? Did you kind of click over an offbeat type of conversation like that? Well, he was an atheist, okay. which I know sounds like super lame, but it's really important because it's been the demise of my last two relationships. Yeah, probably one of the most hated demographics in yeah. the world, for sure. And it's just been a problem. And you admit to it? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Well, I give you credit it's for that. It's on my profile, and then I reiterate well, it. Well, no shit, girl. Yeah. Okay, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so when he said it, when he Do listed, he was an atheist. Profile, yes. Like, Do you want Okay, so would you... Okay, here's a question. It's a deal breaker for some okay, people. Okay, that's so my question. Know. So if you met somebody who maybe was a Christian, but was more spiritual, or you met somebody who was agnostic and thought, okay, there's a higher power, I don't know what it is... Would you be open to that? Sure. Yes. Okay. Then maybe you shouldn't put atheist. If it's maybe a, you not know, because you're you're limiting because some people look at that and it scares them and mm-hmm. it's short sighted. But yeah. once they get to know you, they understand the intellect right. behind why you feel that way. Right. Well, look, lucky for me, guys usually don't care and they're just like, oh, I want to fuck true. that or I don't want to fuck that. Yeah, you and got once, a good point. And then once they start talking to you and then, you know, when it gets to the point where a lot of people say they're Christian but they like never go to church. Of like, course not. That's fine. But, but I think it, church is bullshit. Oh, me too. And I know there's a lot of people who believe in God and don't go. Sure. Totally cool with me. My problem really isn't with you being or thinking a certain way because most people aren't going to church. They really aren't even though they claim that right. they are of Christian. Course not totally fine with me i don't care the problem is and the problem has been the last couple times is that the families care oh true and if and again i'm i'm playing the long game i'm not playing the short-term right. game right so if you're not you're, a hit it and quit it you know i want to find somebody to hang with. i can't i've twice i've been like hidden by the person oh, you know from their families i have i've never met a boyfriend's parents before what or i have but like it was this is my friend and it was like in a group setting and it was like, hey, dad, this is my friend, huh? Anna. Yeah. Even the, I won't, I won't say his name. No, it's fine. The last one? Yeah. Oh, I never even, I mean, he, they were out of state. I think you told me They that were out of state, center. but yeah, never was even on the table. I don't want to, like, you can't meet my sister. You can't meet my parents. You can't meet okay, anybody. those guys are assholes because let me tell you something. When I met Tarek, his, his father's from Cairo. His father grew his up. His mom's white, right? Yes. Okay. She's from Michigan. Go figure. Blonde. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. And his dad grew up in Cairo in a Muslim family. His okay. father grew up Muslim. His father doesn't practice. His father doesn't give a shit Super what secular. you are, what you're not. They don't, you know, they celebrate Christmas. They're, they're not, I guess, non-practicing. I think they're pretty much just open-minded mm-hmm. to... His, his stepmom is a hippie from California, and she's just like one love, you know... Bob Marley mm-hmm. loves everybody. Yeah. So when I met Tarek, I was very narrow minded and assumed because of his culture and his background that, you know, uh, do you want to suppress women? And I'm not saying, first of all, all Muslims aren't like that. And I have nothing against any mm-hmm. religion at all, unless you're hurting people like Satanism type shit. <laughs> but, you know, again, any religion is crazy to me but I had no you know I was very open-minded my concern was okay you know do you expect me to be suppressed and not you know I assume or to do you know your culture religion yes like first of all I didn't grow up Muslim right secondly my dad is non-practicing thirdly 
I don't really know what my, because I'm like, well, what do you, it, and again, this wasn't an initial conversation. This yeah. is once we became friends. Sure. And I'm like, what is it you believe in? You know, do you, are you religious? What are you? He goes, I'm confused. And that's <laughs> what perfect. his answer is. Yeah. And I love it. And I use the same thing now. I stole that from him. And he's like, I don't give a shit who or what you do or don't. If you're an atheist, if you're a whatever. Yeah. Like, I like you. Uh-huh. And his family was the same way to me. That's and great. it was so cool because I was, his father's, you know, has a very thick accent. I mean, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. He's an American citizen, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. To all you haters Got out there. Got the papers to prove it. 100%. He became a citizen but in the 80s. But where did he take his first bribe? Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> one of them Muslims. He's not a real American. He's a Muslim. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh my God. But, um, and I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you Muslim? Uh, no. Are you? And, wh- <laughs> and what if I was? Yeah. Like, who cares? Right. Am I a good person? Mm-hmm. So, and there's so much crossover between religions. Like, they all, it's all like you know, a vanilla ice cream with different toppings, you Mm -hmm. know, that's the way I look at it. It's all bullshit to Mm -hmm. me, but his family never, we have never, ever, ever once discussed religion at all ever. So it's disappointing that you've dated the wrong guys. They're assholes. Uh, Again, it's it's just, it's been a sample size of two that I've had actual relationships with. So, you know, of course I'm going into it with like, not that it's a trigger for me, but if they're like, oh, I'm Christian, or I see a cross around the neck, I'm like, huh, oh, hey, what's going on? Because and, of, and they'll say they don't care. Like PTSD for you. Yeah, but like if you say that, you know, if they go like, oh, well, I don't care. First off, I don't even fucking know you, so you could just be saying whatever because I just, just want to fuck you. It's weird that you would be attracted to a guy like that because of who you are. Like, they obviously are throwing out the vibe of wanting to be with you or, you know, because it seems like if somebody was accept knew how you were, mm-hmm. right, knew your thoughts, beliefs, respected it, they would know that they wouldn't want to get into a relationship based on how their family was going to be if their family wasn't in line with that. You right. know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where, I hate to use this term, but it just kind of happens where you yeah. meet, getting along, everything's good, you kind of see eye to eye, and then it's like, well, and let me overlook open. it. And yeah. you're like, oh, it, it's not going to be a big deal. And then, because it's new for them too, because they're usually dating people who are just like, Christian yes. or whatever It'll in work out. right, and then and then the people who are kind of like what I call diet Christian, if they go to church once or twice a year, they're like, okay, it's not against. But for me, it's like deeply against my principles, so right. I won't go. And then the families do a little Facebook research, which mm-hmm. is what happened, and they saw some posts they didn't like, and then he's you know the last one started getting calls from the church, like in he's from was from Virginia, the okay, church congregants started Boo. calling in. So, Whoa. you know, listen, so th- now Hello, Houston, I- <laughs> we have a problem, we have a problem. But so when I see someone who's like an atheist or an agnostic or someone that says spiritual, full up, or you get whopped, full, or, full whap on yep, the deal. Yep. Cause then I'm just like, we whap. don't have to, we don't have to even like really discuss it. We don't have to fight about it. We're just on the same page and it just gives me peace. Right. And just you, gives know, me, you get me, I'm going to get you. We're just on the same page. And hopefully their families will get you too. Usually with that, it's either the families are secular or they've already distanced themselves from the families and they don't give a fuck. Gotcha. Now, if the families did like, didn't like me or didn't want to meet me, but my person was like, well, fuck my family. Right. We're fine. Right. Cause what, but you got to back me up. But when you're trying to placate them, there's, it, there's no way the relationship but can work out. But you also yeah. want to, you don't want to enter a relationship where they don't have a healthy relationship with their family because that's not good. Regardless, mm-hmm. of, even if they're like, fuck my family, I don't care what they think. It's going to 
affect your relationship. Sure. So ideally you want somebody whose family is open-minded. Yeah. They care about their, their son being happy. They care about you being a good person mm-hmm. and period. That's End it. Of story. They just want me to be happy. Because you can't, getting involved mm-hmm. with somebody who has strife in their family is never, it never plays out well. No. Ever. No. Ever. Uh-uh. And originally um, when I texted you today about what we were going to talk about, I did want to talk about the idea of settling because I feel like that is something that is constantly put on my plate. You know, I'll see it a lot in chat and stuff or even with my dad, if I'm being honest. Which what do you is like, mean? By, but what do you mean by that? They like this person, like, why don't you just go for that? Like, why don't you just go for this? Like, why are you being so picky about da 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 da? And the thing that I say all the time is that, like, it, this isn't about this isn't a choice in my mind. Obviously, if I decide to pursue it or not, but in terms of like if I'm attracted or if there's chemistry or whatever the case may be, or if I feel like it's a good fit. It's 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 like a visceral reaction. Like my body goes, this isn't good. And I can try to do mental gymnastics or whatever and, and try to convince myself like, oh, it's, it's OK that he's, you know, working. He's trying to get a job or it's OK that he's nice, but he's not really, you know, compassionate. I can do all of that. But unless I like really want it, I'm not going to go after it. So this whole idea of like settling. And I feel like also because so they're they're implying that you need to settle and you need to chill out is that is that what you mean by settling like yeah i think so like isn't this person good enough and it's never about good enough it's it, it's never there are people who are fucking amazing that I'm just you've like, well, that's not for me, them, though, but you've right. got to click with them. exactly. And so a lot of people just they always they always equate it with like good enough. And that's just not it at all. It's literally just like a trigger in my brain where I'm like, I'm into this person. I'm attracted to this person. I like what they're bringing to the table. Sometimes that trigger can throw you off because you're attracted to the wrong people. Of course. And they will fucking ruin your life. Um, yeah. That, that happens, happens a lot. <laughs> that happens a lot. So that's really when you have to kind of logical brain has to take over and say, hey, listen, I know that we're red hot and full whap on this deal. Right. But this is a this is like a Chinese red flag parade yeah. right now, and we're going to get into a, a world of shit unless we, you know, pull back a little bit. Well, I think also maybe the approach needs to be, who cares what anyone else thinks? I mean, of course your family's going to weigh in, yeah. your friends are going to weigh in, but that's when you just have to stay true to what feels good for you. And also, like, you might not necessarily maybe ease up a little bit in terms of what you want. I would always say... Right before I met Tarek, I'm not 100% sure on what I want, but I know what I don't want. Right. And that kind of opened up some more doors for me because, you know, there's a big age gap and he, you know, his family, you know, that he grew up, you know, he had a very, his father was amazing, but his biological mother, he had a very, very rough. Tumultuous like, relationship. Like, yeah, she, she bailed, you know, when he was a kid and. It, it was so scary. And, and, you know, on paper, I would be like, hell no, I am not mm-hmm. interested in somebody who hasn't experienced as much life as I have, who, you know, has this background or that background. And when I was kind of like, wait a minute, but I, he's really cool and I like him. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what I didn't want. I knew I didn't want, you know, some arrogant asshole who was a scorekeeper, who, you know, was judgmental, who wasn't about humor and having a good time. Yeah. Anybody who's negative, critical, judgmental, I knew I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think, oh, I have to get married and have children. Um, if, you know, I was okay with whatever happened, I was healthy, 
had a great life, but I opened my mind to things that I probably wouldn't think that I would want only because I knew what I didn't want. Right. Like I dated a guy before for seven years who was, you know, a physical specimen. I think my husband is too, but this guy, that's the only thing he really, he was Mm -hmm. funny too. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, he wanted to be in multi-level marketing and was had zero ambition. It was always get rich quick. Mm. And he was I'm like, like selling Avon products? Yes, like, like <laughs> Pyramid honestly, scheme. 100%. That's yeah, exactly okay, okay. what it was. And I'm like, wait a minute. And it was always chasing money. And, and my thought is I never chase money. If you do the right thing with the right people, the money will come. Uh-huh. Or you have good service or product. Right. Yeah. Like I, and so I knew, like, I didn't want that 10-cent millionaire who was going to you know, get rich quick or mm-hmm. be all about money or, you know, I knew I needed somebody who had a solid family, who was cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit at one point what they looked like. Obviously you got to be attracted to sure. them, but I never thought, Tarek's my height. I thought I was going to marry somebody 6'3", sure. you know? Yeah. So once I sort of like made peace with that and thought, God, who gives a shit? If I like this guy, I like this guy. Absolutely. I don't want this, this, or this, mm-hmm. but anything else, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, I, I do think you are there, though. I, I think that you are probably a little more open-minded than what people give you credit for. I really am. Because remember, yeah. you were telling me about that guy at dinner, and I hope I'm not no, go over, ahead. over speaking. No, go ahead. The guy who wasn't necessarily this uber ambitious. Oh, Mr. More, Drywall. Yeah, Mr. Drywall. Yeah. But you really, like... So I, I give you credit. Not for, that hot. Not right. Did, did not even have close to a six pack or anything. Didn't have like a face where I'm like, oh my god, dreamy Normally eyes. Somebody but he made me laugh to. so fucking hard, like to the point where I was like losing it and crying on the first date. I'm like, I don't like this guy. Right. He had no ambition. He was like a mama's boy. He was the youngest of four brothers, and he couldn't literally function unless they gave him direction. He would go on like ride-alongs to them their work and stuff like that and show him how to do stuff and he was like two, he was like 33 when I met him and he was wow. like a little baby and he was constantly over at his brother's house like with you know his sister-in-law he like couldn't be alone it was just so all these red flags open to trying yes I mean, I'm open to dating losers if they make me laugh is what okay. I'm saying well, I don't know about that <laughs> but, but yeah don't think about settling and don't mm-hmm. listen don't take advice from somebody who doesn't have a successful relationship either like that's the worst thing. Yeah. It's like taking diet advice from somebody who is, you know, not in shape or financial advice from somebody who's broke or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to gravitate towards those people that have successful relationships and everyone, especially when you get, I was your age and I was single, you know, everyone thinks that you have to, you know, fit inside this box and mm-hmm. check all this shit off or you're not going to be this. Like, I think you got to just turn it. You know, turn off the noise. You do. And just do you. Because, like, people have tried to pressure me into maybe pursuing certain things here and there throughout my life. And at the end of the day, you got you got to go, like, listen, you're not going to be in a relationship with this person. I am. And it's not like I'm having multiple relationships. Have it's not like it's like, buy this shirt. Like, it's like, you're going to be with this person and I'm going to do this to please other people? Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely right. not. Well, at least, at least you got that part down. But yeah. have you ever thought about just, like, going on a banging spree and just kicking it out wide? For like, yeah, just doing randos yeah, but you for know like what? a month and seeing if that works. It's, I know that won't bring me happiness because what I'm missing in my life isn't, I mean, it's sex, sex? obviously. Well, it's yeah. what, that is missing in my life. But what's, what I want, what my goal is, is to have like 
experience life with somebody and no hate no shade to people who you know do that if they if have you, you want ever to have that, a one night stand no. Never. Never in my life. Probably okay, we the longest. probably need to end this now because I feel like a real hoe. <laughs> no, the, I never have either, though. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, if you want to do it and it's what you wanted to do in that moment and you weren't looking for a relationship, absolutely go for it. I have, there's no moral sure. qualm with right. it at all. But in terms of strategy, Clearly. right? if you look at strategy... And I, I hear people say, well, me and my wife banged the first night. We got married. Okay, you're the you're the yeah, exception, not the rule. nothing's one size fits all. Yeah, you're the exception, not the rule. And also, forget about even strategy. What makes me feel good and comfortable? I, t- I take a little bit slow. I'm a little bit slower. But that's good. It, I, I respect I, that. I don't, like, to me, sex is a big deal. I know to most people it's not anymore, you know, because everything is just, like, saturated in sex all the time. Yes. But to me, like. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same yeah, tip as you. Yeah, I'm I mean, just, like, I had I'm on zero what, tips. But listen, like, I did. I'm not going to lie. Listen, I'm no, you know, uh, teetotaling uh, librarian. Yeah. I definitely had a few years where I had a lot of fun, and it was just sort of where I was at in my life. Totally fine. But you, you didn't know, hurt I'm, anybody. I'm you didn't you. do anything wrong. Like I'm not, especially the older I get. Like, sex isn't a transaction for me. Yeah, you know, it's more like gotta really like. It's this an emotional dude. thing. And yeah. You also don't want to be. You know, then there's white girl wasted. Oh my god, I'm so drunk. You don't want to. You know, I want to be in control. I don't mm-hmm. want to. You know, be blitzed out of my mind. No pun intended. <laughs> well, maybe that was a Freudian slip. You know, I don't want to be completely trashed and then just doing random hookups somewhere. yeah like that was never that was never my scene so yeah. i was a little more calculated i get you i also in order to, for me to even enjoy sex i have to be into that person emotionally attached you want to actually be able to talk to them yeah and i don't want to feel like i don't want to be about to hook up and then feel like am i being just like another notch in this person's belt like that doesn't sit well with me right makes you feel like a piece of shit right and again if that's what you want and that's the time in your life absolutely but i know myself and i've you know there's been a couple times in my life where i fucking really thought about it yeah there was straight getting like there was a situation that happened like maybe a year and a half ago where the guy was like we were like making out and he was like do you want to go back to my place it's like a block away from here now granted i knew him already and stuff like that this was the first time we were hooking up but i'd known him for a few years would you do it so let's I just, didn't do it. Okay, wipe the slate clean. I fucking almost did though. Okay, would you have been okay with it? No, if you I would. I would hate myself. Oh really? Yeah, and I don't think we well, would I have had you sex, also but need we would have up on yourself a little bit. Yeah, I get. I can't I help it. I just. I, know. I wouldn't. I just didn't want to do it. And I. And the way that I feel is like, I would much rather if. Here's the thing: if I have sex with somebody and the next day uh, they don't call me back. I'm going to feel like shit. If I don't have sex with them and they don't call me back, I'm going to feel a lot less like shit because now I've like given you my body. Right. I've, you've seen me in a very vulnerable state and then you don't want anything to do with me. That's going to be traumatizing to me. Not for everybody. I think for most women, it would be uncomfortable because that's how we connect of course. emotionally, you know, through Unless intimacy. it was agreed upon that it was like a one night stand and you guys are on holiday you're in like Cancun whatever right right. but like I just know my brain so I try to stay ahead of it 
where I'm like, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm regretting it. I wake up the next morning. It's like the worst thing. And this has kind of happened to me, not like with sex or anything like that. But, you know, I've, I was in college and you, you go and you do stuff you probably yeah. shouldn't have done. Like, randoms and- yeah, you make yeah, maybe a little bit more right. whatever. And you wake up and they're just like, uh, awkward. no, they're like or trying they're to like get you dick. out. Yeah. I, I don't, I've maybe been asked I love to the, leave. Oh, I have a meeting or, oh, I've got somewhere to be. Oh it's my like, God. Dude, just be straight I get up me. and run because yeah. the last thing I want to feel like is I'm overstaying oh, me my too. welcome. I'm always the one that... I gotta like, go. Yeah, same here. If, even if I don't have and to go, was like I gotta probably go. Probably to protect myself. Of course. Or, or I'd be like, they're like, oh, you're not gonna stay. It's cool if you say, nah, I'm good. Nah, I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. I got. Can you take me home or I gotta go? Or I'm, 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 I'm yeah. leaving. I'm gonna get an Uber. But I just, I never want to feel that way. And I know that if I'm with somebody, I'll, I won't feel that way. Well, do you think so. maybe because everything it seems like a big center uh, or a big topic of discussion for podcasts for your off the rails, even for Bubba's show, is about your relationship and or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe if you, like, okay, guys, I don't want to talk about it, and you just sort of let, you know, threw caution to the wind and said, F it, I'm just going to let this ride, I'm not going to talk about it, and just sort of let it go, that maybe, you know, you might lighten up on yourself a little bit and and find something yeah. that it's like always you're not okay. constantly searching. It, it always, always happens when you're, when you're not, not expecting it and looking so for it. It's so ch- wah, wah, cheesy, cliche, yeah. but things are cliche for a reason because they're usually true, right? Uh-huh. So maybe if you just kind of stop talking about yeah. it and stop thinking about right. it. That's, I mean, I, I was where you were, and I remember talking to my mom because I have a cool-ass mom, right? I can we talk love to Jamie her Hakes. the best. I'm so grateful. I have the best mom ever. And she would, you know, talk me off a ledge and be like, wait a minute, who's who's giving you a hard time because you're not in a relationship or who says what and that you have to get married and have kids? Hell no. Like you do you. Yeah. So I did get that reinforcement and I'd be like, yeah, mom, but what if I'm, you know, 40 and not married and this and that? She's like, what if? What's the worst thing that could happen? Like, yeah, you're right. And so really she would guide me and tell me to chill the F out, Mm -hmm. let it go and just Go with your girl, you know, go out with your girlfriends and have fun and do stuff that you enjoy mm-hmm. and just give yourself a break for a little mm-hmm. bit. I hate to say this, but like live your best life yeah, I know. and then it's... just you just kind of like you said, attract that energy. It's I, true, though. I, it really is. Like, I know you got to If you stopped thinking about it. Right. And stop talk because thoughts become reality. Sure. Right. And your body follows your mind. Yeah. So you start you think about it. You obsess over it. If you just let it go. Yeah. Man, and just. I'm going to go, you know, go on a, tr- a girl's weekend. I mean, yeah. You and I have talked about traveling, yes. doing stuff. Like, I'm just going to meet cool people and not worry about jack shit except mm-hmm. having fun in the moment. And doesn't I, mean you're settling. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're trying mm-hmm. to hook up. If you just if you just put it on pause, man. And just- I thought about that. I have thought about that. I even deleted the app for like three hours but then it's like well, three hours but, here, but here's here, i know it's so pathetic but here's the thing you're like what if i what if mr Wright comes along what right if? when i of course that's of course bullshit, though but you can't think like that you can't you can't but i've i have like leveled off a little bit a Good. lot bit you know um, and i noticed that they're not 
talking about it as much on the air. I know, because Delta's I mean, back. Yes. So Delta's hot right now. Oh. So we're talking about, you know, vaccines and COVID yes. and stuff and like that. Olympics and you, and like, whatever. pressuring Bubba into getting the vaccine. Oh, yeah, because you know me. <laughs> That's totally my style. Yeah. I couldn't help it. I had to. So I usually always have the show on yeah. in the morning when I'm getting that ready. So funny. And I heard him like, yeah, my family's just wearing me out. Like my terror. mom every day, my mom and now my sister. And I'm like, what? Wait, wait. Did he just hang on? Let me turn this up, you know, because I'm like blow drying my hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, did he? And then he's like, yeah, my sister, man. And Dan's like, well, I'll talk to Tara. (laughs) You know, that's Tara's like Stephen, and Stephen's doing the same thing to me. And I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Dan. First of all, I love Dan. Like, I'm, Bubba always says I'm a Dan Mark. I love Dan. Mm -hmm. He's family. He's the man. Yeah. But I I would be like, God, please do call me because I will put you in check and then I'm like wait a minute not meaning I would put Dan in check sure, but sure. I would enlighten him and be yeah. like Dan don't believe that bullshit that ain't the truth so I'm like Bofos. why would I wait for Dan to call me mm-hmm. when I could just call in and then it's content and level set yep. everyone yep. And, and enlighten the audience on the truth mm-hmm. so that's and what he didn't I, deny it he I goes know. well listen you gotta embellish a few things and after here. I said after I was because you know I'm not really a ball buster in life. I mean, uh-huh. I'm direct and uh-huh. I I'm, know what I like, but you know, I always call and I'm always like the ball buster and, and he, you know, bring the heat and of I'm course. always acting like, I. but you know, Bub and I are, have a great relationship and I love him more than anything. And I'm never really that person. But like when, especially when we're having a family event and he's filming it and I'm like, we're not the fucking Kardashians. Yeah. Stop, you know. Live in the moment. Be yeah. present. So I'm always like, is that cool that I'm like always bringing heat? Because that's not really who I am. And he's like, no, no, it's good. So I do want the audience to know that I'm not like this raging bitch. No, that, and it's not like you're you know, calling in every day. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like every once in a while when it's pertinent to what we're right, talking about, or when right. it involves you directly. Right. So yeah, no, so that I, was that was, and that was, was the uh, that was like the clip of the day the following day. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was like the um, oh, what do we call it? Like the high spot. That? Okay. Well, at the beginning of the show, we okay. play something from the previous I show, and it was you. So okay, it was really good. Funny. So he wasn't mad because no, I also no. don't want to. He was laughing. You know, this is his his livelihood. This is his show. And, you know, he's always the brunt of every joke. And I know that's not easy, but that's sort of his character, right? Because everyone loves ragging on the boss. Everyone. Even in my company, they rag on me in front of me, and that's the joke. Mm -hmm. So that's that old gag. So I know, though, at some time. Sometimes it wears on him. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to pile on. Mm -hmm. I always want it to be good content and truthful. And I know we are... What business are we in, Lummi? Show business. Show business. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. And I think, you know, it just, it. I always wanted to, I guess I always want the point to be that I'm trying to add content and be funny and not really be this raging, you know, whatever and snapper It was, head. It was perfect. It was funny. It though. was really, it, listen, it, like, like dude, I said. First of all, you can't even get the vaccine because you just had it. I know. Uh, so you've got to wait, I think, what is it, 90 it, it, yeah, days? Yeah, it's like three, three months. And so. last I checked, Dan... Uh, who's a co-host is a doctor not me mm-hmm. like i would never give anybody any medical, medical advice without <laughs> being a doctor and it's so funny when they're like what is your opinion on the va-? I'm, I, it doesn't matter what my opinion is i'm not a clinician uh-huh. a scientist i have no business you know weighing in on something that's a personal choice if only most people thought I like mean, that seriously, right like everyone's a vaccine I'm gonna expert listen these to days Dan, last mm-hmm. i checked dan has md uh-huh. and jd yeah you know behind his name i don't have shit right you know? so i'm not gonna tell somebody what my what i think they should do just be smart 
and protect yourself and you're if you're sick and everyone is different. stay away from everyone yeah everyone Quarantine, has yeah you know and just be smart but what you do is it's totally a personal choice and what might be good for you, you might not be best for everyone and so, so we're facing that in my business i'm in healthcare, and a lot of our clients which are hospitals my my clients are hospitals mm-hmm. and they are requiring our consultants even consultants that work from home and never go to the facility Just totally remotely it's a hundred percent a lot of our folks are remote especially with covid you know they've yeah they've moved as much from the hospital uh, i think hospitals have done a good job of moving as much like administrative auditing type roles remote as mm-hmm. they could to protect everyone but they're even requiring remote consultants to get vaccinated so we have this whole you know something i've never dealt with in my profession of you know our consultants who are refusing and I'm like listen this is not this is a client requirement this isn't a our requirement right, so right. that and and hospitals are having you know mass walk-offs which is an opportunity for me in mm-hmm. staffing but you know finding people then which sucks because we've got to find consultants professionals nurses non-clinical nurses and doctors who are willing to get the vaccine only because this is a client requirement so having those conversations making sure they understand it's not me mm-hmm. it's just you know you're in the consulting world you're in healthcare. a lot of them you have to have any vaccines anyway to work in a hospital so right. that's an interesting take that i'm dealing with now mm-hmm. so you know you've got to be careful because you can only share what the hospital requires not what we require so that's a whole other Oprah show that is just like... <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what's the lesson today? You're going to just throw caution to the wind yes. and let her rip, Skip. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I and, will. And, and I'm, so, I'm definitely being more open-minded. And like, even if I see a guy and I'm like, well, this is kind of a little off and that's a little off. I go, listen, let's give this person a chance. Right. You know, and, and honestly, more than anything, more than anything, more than, you know, I feel like I might be a little bit more, we have a very similar taste in men. Yes, like we physically, do. it's kind of scary. Big time. It's kind of scary. But that's uh, one thing that we did learn that we, weekend. That it was, was fun. Yes. But I know I'd right. be like, hey, this is a guy. I'm like, like, no oh, way. This is my dude. Like, I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah, So that's yeah. cool. See, yeah. so I can be your wingman. Which is really great because you will know if I like someone, 100%. you know, physically that and is. And I can, you know, I could be on the lookout. You could get the, I'm not a matchmaker, but, no, you know, if but I see listen, something that might make sense. Your eyes sense. are open. Head on a swivel. Right. right. But I, I don't care how hot you are. Um, if you are, are fucking stupid and I don't or respect your pr- prick that, but honestly just being, being dumb yeah, and like not knowing what's going on with anything. I, again, I don't need a, anybody that's like needs to be a political correspondent right. or anything looking, like that. You're not like recruiting out of Mensa, no. but you also, you know, <laughs> not you out of also, the cube world, I, even though I'm jumping back into the Rubik's cube listen, world, but you can't, you have to date a nerd, a hot nerd. Yeah. Yeah. You're like me. I can't have a, anybody who's not intelligent. Yeah, I have to respect your mind. Your and I brain. have to have somebody who's funny. I have to respect your biceps, but more so your brain. And I have to have somebody who's not, who's a kind, positive, nice person to yes. the core. Not a, not a pushover. No. But I don't need some arrogant prick that thinks he's doing me a favor by being with me.